1: Bumsies Bumsies Bumsies. Episode number 34 of this thing that we do. Well, it's a podcast. And it's called Boomsies. That thing, that thing, that thing. Uh, This is the Jim Acker episode. Most Blue Jays fans probably won't remember Jimmy. Love that guy. Uh, I used to love pretending to be him, and that's what I did as a kid whenever we played boxball. Some people know what box ball is. Some people don't. Box ball is you and another person play with the tennis ball. You put a box, which is the strike zone, against a wall. One person pitches, one person bats. You have different places in the field. This is a single. This is a double. This is a triple. That's a home run. It's box ball. Great game. I loved being Jim Acker in box ball. Because he was kind of like the Mr. Fix-It from the bullpen. And his hat was always so fucking dirty. I'm like, there's got to be some superstition going on there. But Jimmy, you're doing it. Love that guy. The Jim Acker episode. Saw a funny tweet. From Broti Gupta. Enough is enough. When will we hear the results of the Queen's autopsy? <laughs> time to, so the Queen, I think you have to, she has to be removed from the money. It's time for us as Canadians to embrace our country. Say thank. Thanks for being on our money for uh, forever, England. It's our time now. Get your Terry Fox in there. Get your Gord Downey. Get your Mr. Dress Up. Get your Casey. Get your Finnegan. Uh, who else can we get on there? I think I, that's about good. That's about good. Sidney Crosby. You want Wayne Gretzky on there? Sure. Why not? Banting and Best? Sure. Uh, who's who's the inventor of um, our healthcare? Douglas. Tommy Douglas. Tommy Douglas. And then uh, we'll have a vote for the rest. That's who we should have on our money. Queen, thanks. She won't know she's being taken off the money. She's passed away. So it won't upset her. We're good. We're good to. We got this from here. We can say that to England. We got this. We're good. We're good. Move back. Move back. We're good. The Orno Fair. First time we've had the fall fair here in town since I believe 2019. But now she go. What a weekend it was. Thursday to Sunday, we attended every single day because when the fall fair is a block away from your house, you attend it every single day. But the fair is a lot like Las Vegas. When you live in a town that hosts one, it's the anticipation of it getting here. It's when they arrive, they're setting everything up. It's like the anticipation to go to Vegas. It's like flying there. And then by the final day, you're like, get me the out of here. I don't want to see Vegas again for a year, maybe more. That's kind of like the fair. By the final day, you're like, I would I'm done. I want to eat something that's not deep fried. I want to eat something that's not covered in candy. I want to not go on a ride that's going to make me want to vomit. Saw the ebb and the flow of the carnies. And by Sunday, the carny juice was on empty. The uh, ground I, I feel for them. It's Groundhog Day working the same ride working the same game from town to town you probably wake up most days you're like where the f**k are we? Wh- where? oh right okay that's where we are I gotta go do this again and my friend Bixie he's like have you if you seen where they, they make them sleep? and I'm like well they don't sleep like under the ride do they? he's like no they've got a little trailer in which they've got like a, a six by six foot room. And that's where they sleep. Those carnies. All the try brings smile to our faces, smiles uh, to our faces. When I legally don't think they're allowed to smile. Like I, saw one guy who was his first day on the job he's going around to people he's like hey nice to meet you and they're just like uh so this guy was smiling i saw him the next day smile gone so someone must have told him take that smile off your face what the fuck are you thinking you don't know the Carney unwritten rule no smiling <laughs> One of the rides was a giant playset. So you know how they, they don't have haunted houses anymore. I remember going into a haunted house at the fair uh, when I was a kid. And as soon as you stepped in, there was a steel plate with a buzzer on it. So it goes, Dzz! that's as far as I made it. It was probably the least scary haunted house on earth, but that's as far as I made it. And I'm like, I wish I brought that back because they don't have haunted houses anymore. One was a giant... Pretty much like Jungle Gym, where you climb a rope ladder, then you go across some scaffolding and some elevated walkways and then come down a big slide. So the Carney working that had stopped turning around to check on the kids. On Sunday, he just stared straight ahead, took the tickets, just grunted. The only time you heard from him, when kids were running across the elevated walkway, which was made out of metal, so it would go clang, clang, clang. And without turning, he would just sit there.
0: No jumping.
1: And everyone's looking around. They're like, "Who, who, who's he talking to?"
0: No jumping.
1: Ah, the joy of the carnies. Another game is the rope ladder game. So it's off the ground slowly rises up. Maximum height is like four feet. You have to crawl to the top to get your prize. And then everyone falls off near the top because it's it's wobbly. It gets wobbly. You need to spread your weight out. Some people will get off. They're like, ah, oh, this is rigged. The guy working it would climb up the ladder in five seconds, jump off and glare at them. Didn't say a word. Just glare. And in his eyes like, you think this is rigged? Did you just see what I did? off. I just sat and watched him. I loved when he demonstrated. No words, glare. Get to the top, jump off, glare. And no one could do it. Yet he would do it like Spider-Man. He was like a carny Spider-Man. Something was going on at the fair because half the people in attendance had one arm in a sling. So I I guess I missed the two-for-one Tommy John surgery tent. Or Salino and Barnes was launching a class action lawsuit to get some of that fair money. They're like, yeah, that rope ladder game. You look at what he did in my client's arm give me some of that money and there is fair money believe you me that fair ain't cheap $45 for an all day ride pass the newest ride was made in 1982 did they stop making new fair rides uh, 1982 newest fair ride all day ride pass $45? Oh, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Canada's Wonderland is cheaper, I'm pretty sure. But if you tend to fair, if you tend to fair, fair. Make sure it's the real deal. This was an agricultural fair. So there is a certain point. Where all the smells come together cuz it's not on day 1. Day one, too fresh. Final day, too much. Those smells, they've been intermingling too long. So you need about a Friday, some point during the day, Friday or maybe early Saturday. A certain point where all the smells come together. You got cow You got hay. You got fresh dirt. It's still not, it hasn't rained. It's fresh. It's well-groomed because they've been using the track for certain things. You got uh, greasy fries, exhaust from the tractor pull. You take a deep inhale of that. <laughs> and you see what Carney see. You're like, the stars are popping. You're like, whoa. What was that? And it's like a Carney's fever dream. But it's a good dream, not the nightmare, the good dream, when all those smells come together. And I just was smiling, getting a whiff of that. It also smells like race day when you go to a track to see a race in NASCAR. And I text my buddies who I've gone to races with. I'm like, guys, it just just hit me. The smell of the foods and the the smell of the... It it, it smelled like race day. It just gave me goosebumps. Love that feeling. I get goosebumps every time. Also, a note. I wanted to add this in. Saw this happen a lot at the fair. Do not wear sandals to a fair. Just don't do it. You'll thank me later. You can wash those shoes. But if you wear sandals, those feet... Disgusting all day. The uh, Nate Diaz fight was Saturday. Nate Diaz, maybe one of my favorite athletes on the planet. He gave no f***. No f- giving. When we were in L.A. doing our show at Fox, we met him. We thought he's going to beat the s*** sh- out of us because... The interview we did with him and Conor McGregor, in which we got them to go back and forth, and it was magical. So I guess they told him in the lead up to our interview, they're like, remember those guys, they're going to interview you. So he walked into the room, and we thought, oh, f- he's going to want to fight us. But no, he just wanted to hang out and laugh. That's when I was still drinking, so we did shots of vodka before. We did shots of vodka after the interview. He he was so chill. And Nate Diaz, when you see him in the octagon outside, he's the same person. It is not an act. That is who Nate Diaz is at all times. Who else takes a rest and leans on the octagon during a fight? Nate Diaz does. Who who flexes for the camera while he's submitting a guy? Nate <laughs> Diaz. And he goes out on top after the UFC essentially tried to <laughs> him. Fan favorite. Can't can't wait to see what he does next. Uh one question though. While I was watching the the pay-per-view and they uh they packed down the fighters before the fight. What What are they feeling for in the arms and in the torso? Has someone ever tried to to slip a weapon under their skin and bring it into the octagon? And if they did, would it not be discovered? Has someone tried to put like a thumbtack sticking out of their arm or like a weight under their skin? So you're like, yeah, elbow a guy and you got a weight. Has that ever happened? Because why do they do that? I always find it odd. I'm like, and they check behind their ears. My, my glasses fall off my face if I bend down. What are you going to hide behind your ears when a device like glasses that is designed to stay because of your ears, how are you going to put anything else behind your ears? I, uh, it always baffles me, the pat down. And they check guys' hair. Like, But when they check their hair, it always reminds me of when I had lice as a child. And my mom had the lice comb out, and she'd hand them to my brothers who had a microscope, and they're looking at the lice from my head under the microscope. They're like, oh, gross! And I'm like, I'm sitting right here. Old lice boy. Yeah at an infestation. So I could have used that UFC judge or the ref as a child to check my hair. Maybe that's what they're doing, checking for lice. Um, One other note, and this is pretty huge. I haven't even told my producers, producer Tim and Z Money about this. And their eyes will roll as soon as I say this first sentence. On this podcast, I've been very vocal about Tim Hortons. So they're already, oh, here we go. Another Tim Hortons rant. No. We actually have feedback from inside the Tim Hortons world. A buddy of mine met a bunch of Timmy's store owners. So they are in the Tim Hortons family. My name came up. And they're like, oh, yeah, we listen to Boomsies. So when my buddy realized this to me, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. What did they say? My heart dropped. My buddy said, those Timmy owners, they listen to Boomsies. And they love it. Yeah, baby. Boomsies. They said, keep doing it. They agree with everything you say. And they want you to come to their annual convention. They don't book who speaks there, but they want you to come. So, Timmy's, sign me up, baby. Also, if you're going big on advertising your new and improved Boston Cream Donuts, maybe make more than two Boston Cream Donuts at each location per day. Because every time you order a Boston Cream Donut, it's, let me check, no, no. We're all out. We have cucumber-infused Reese's peanut butter donuts with apple on top of them. Do you want one of those? I say, no thanks. I'm good. We have plain donuts. Want one of those? Nope. I'm good. How about a Boston cream? All out. We made two today. I can't believe they both sold. We're all out. So thanks for the Timmy's owners for listening. All we want to do is help improve your 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 customer experience. Before we get to Boomsies Newsies and our guest, who's a real uh, treat today, raw Sauce. You're gonna meet him. Uh make sure you email us at uh yeah, Talk at gmail.com. Viewer feedback. Ya let's talk at gmail.com. We read uh, your emails on air here. Let's get these glasses on so I can read this. Uh, hey, Dan. You're not even finished. Oh. You're... <laughs> because the 2nd "your" was capitalized, so I thought that was the end of a sentence. You're not even finished your rant, and I had to get on this. What the actual F is up with Tim Horton's donuts lately? And by lately... I meant the last eight years. My experience with the old Boston cream was minty and metallic tasting somehow. I thought this was an error, but then it happened again and again. I'm a slow learner. Anyway, the only good donut left there is the sour cream glazed. Thanks for being a good human. Coming down to Coburg and playing around at Dalewood or Belmere with me. You'll kick my butt, but good times will happen. Tim. Thanks, Tim. I do like a sour cream donut. Hey Dan, my husband is uh, listening to your podcast religiously. I was wondering if you want, you and your team will be creating any merchandise. I'd love to support further and buy a t-shirt, t-shirt or hoodie as a Christmas present. Um, Yeah, go to 10fed.com. I don't have a candle here. 10fed has the Boomsies candles and guess what? You buy a candle, you feed 10 kids. We have Ron's Cat Dreams, and you're done smelling bad. Every person that's ordered one says they smell great, and you help out. 10fed.com That's where you get your Boomsies merch, and we don't uh, see a penny of it because we want to feed kids. Hey, Dan. Andrew here, big fan of Creston BC. Listen to the pod weekly for my... Operator's booth at the sawmill where I work. I appreciate all the laughs as well as the deep subjects you've touched on. They've helped me encourage, they've helped to encourage me to make some positive changes in my life. I wanted to tell you the story of my missing cat, Lanny, named after none other than the mustachioed hero of the 1989 Stanley Cup winning Flames. Anyways, Lanny went missing about three years ago. We put up notices on Facebook, contacted our local vet and SPCA with no luck. Kids were crushed. Wife was sad. I was pretty indifferent because, to be honest, Lanny is kind of an <clears throat>, Totally opposite of his namesake. Of course, I didn't want anything bad to happen to him, but honestly, the house was quieter without his yowling and we're saving big money on cat food. He would gorge himself of the bowl forcing our other cat, Sergeant Tibbs, to wait for his leftovers. Lanny then would usually proceed to puke it up on our bed. 90% of the time on my side. However, I digress. Let me interject there. That's exactly what Ron did. Ron howls around the house. He'd wolf down his food and then puke it all up. Lanny and Ron sound like the same cat. Let me continue. So we had totally adjusted to life without Lanny. Fast forward 15 months. My wife was letting our dog out for his nightly business. And who came darting back in the door with him but a skinny shadow of our former Lanny. He had returned after 15 months away. I couldn't believe it. He was a big cat before and was down to half his size. He needed a trip to the vet and a deworming. But other than that, was healthy and happy to be back home. I wish there was some way he could tell his story of his adventure. We have some theories about what caused his disappearance, but we'll never know for sure. Anyways, what I'm getting at is there's still hope for Ron. Hope he comes back soon. Keep up all the great work on the pod. Andrew. Andrew, thank you. That's exactly what I say when people say, are you sad about Ron? And I say, no, he'll be back. Not worried. Ron will be back. We're about two months in where he's been missing. Ron is a cat. And there's a picture of him here on the wall. And a final email here. Hey, Dan, uh, I've been really enjoying the show. Goes to show how good Mike Garofolo and Ariel Hawani are at their jobs that as someone who doesn't care for NFL football or UFC can greatly enjoy them talk. Garofolo is the only NFL guy I enjoyed on some channel that may have existed at some point. The chat about the Big O with Ariel was one of my favorites. I felt the exact same way when I walked in for a Blue Jays spring training game a few years ago. Was actually kind of choked up. The Big O was awful, but it was my awful and I shared it with my fellow Expos fans. Very happy to hear Brian Bickle's doing well. My father had MS and it took his life 20 years ago, but he fought it tooth and nail against it. He was part of every experimental trial there was. While he ultimately succumbed to a truly awful and mean disease, loves to pick on young people in the prime of their lives. I'm proud that he fought and helped the great scientists working on cures, cure so that a person like Brian can get treatments that can keep their worst symptoms at bay. Brian scoring the shootout winner in Carolina in his last game was one of the better sporting moments I can think of. Right there with John McDonald's Father's Day home run for the Jays. Thanks again for your excellent program. It is my Wednesday afternoon, ear candy at the office, James. Excellent emails. We appreciate each and every one. Email us at yeahletstalk at gmail.com. If we've got time, let's get to to some boomsies, uh, newsies, before we get to our our guest Rawl Sauce. Tim? Hi, Dan.
2: Uh, do you want to tell people about, uh, the new
1: way to watch NFL games? Oh yeah. I just discovered this. So so I always play around on the bet rivers app. Um, and, and I saw a little play button next to the Monday nighter. It was the Broncos and it was the Seahawks. And I'm like, what's this? I hit it. Oh, it's just the game on your phone. Like, uh, this is amazing. So if you want to see NFL football on your phone, go to the Bet Rivers app. Just click the play button next to the game you want to see, and it's there. The site, I spent hours on it a day, and I'm not going to lie to you. Looking up odds, playing slots. They don't pay me to say this. They have literally said, you don't need to mention our website. We just want to work with you. But I actually love their site. So, Ca. Did I say .com? Or just to get the Bet Rivers app, okay, Tim. Well, before we get to
2: the NFL, breaking news. Oh, uh, Justin Trudeau just announced that Monday, September nineteenth, will be a federal holiday to mourn the death of the Queen.
1: Huh. Okay. Well, Tim, you're probably in agreement with this. When you work in the media industry, holidays don't really mean much because it's just the just another day but that's good so uh, everyone's gonna be getting school off september 19th i'm going golfing with joe tilly that day at wind dance i like wind dance tough course yes very much i didn't know you all golfed
2: right. him uh yeah not for a while all right okay. let's uh start with the nfl you want to start with last night's monday nighter at the ending that crazy stupid ending where they tried to kick a 64-yard field goal instead of taking a timeout.
1: Makes no sense. He gave uh, Russell Wilson the prime. It's where he is at his best. With two minutes to go in a game, he's down, and you you kick a 64-yard field goal instead of letting Russell. I don't know what happened there. Uh, but yeah, it was baffling. It was baffling play calling by the Broncos.
2: Uh, and then... I mean, we don't need to talk about the mighty Buffalo
1: Bills. No. Their game spoke for themselves. Exactly. We, unless something big happened, we don't need to recap every game in the NFL.
2: Well, what about Dak? He had surgery yesterday. He's going to be out. I think they said four to six weeks or six to eight weeks or something.
1: So the Cowboys getting uh, Jimmy?
2: Uh, They said they are not going to trade for another quarterback they're going to go with what they have
1: Hmm. okay next Uh, how about uh,
2: well I mean Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes again and Baker Mayfield could not finish off his former team which I couldn't believe and then uh, I don't know most interesting game was probably Pitt Cincinnati right with uh, all the missed field goals and the overtime and the crazy back and forth the five turnovers that was fun
1: Uh, it was a fun first week, but I don't have any, I have a tough read in week one. Like most people that, uh, want to place a bet on sports because you don't know if everything's been figured out. Week one is kind of like the, uh, the test lap around the track in racing. You're making sure everything's working. So week two is where you've got a better idea of, okay, this game's going to go over I had a clear indicator like that Monday nighter. I knew that was going under. But my rule is, I only take the over. But if I know a game's going under, like the Monday nighter, I just don't, I just don't place a wager on it because I don't want to cheer for that. I don't want, I don't want to cheer for an under. So I have a better indicator of what teams look like in week two. So look out, Bed Rivers app this coming weekend. Uh, the Habs have,
2: a uh, their 31st captain, uh, Nick Suzuki named the captain, the 23 year old placing Shea Weber, uh, Edmondson and
1: Gallagher will be the alternates. Surprise. Gallagher didn't get it. Um, I thought he was the cornerstone of that team, but Gallagher said Suzuki is the engine that drives that team. Uh, I've got no horse in that race, so I don't really care. I just, uh. I just uh, wanted to see Carey Price play this year, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. That upsets me.
2: Uh, Moving on to baseball. The uh, last week, Nationals catcher Kybert Ruiz was pulled from the game and taken to hospital after taking a foul ball to the testicles. Yes. He was hit in the second inning, stayed in the game till the sixth, and then left for uh, medical treatment for swollen testicles.
1: Last time I saw that happen... Was in hockey. And it was a former roommate of my buddy Steve Webbs. I believe if you guys can look it up Z money or, um, or Tim, I believe his name was Rich Perrant. He was a goalie and he was put on the, the injured list because of a lacerated scrotum. A puck hit him in warm ups and he had a lacerated scrotum. And it was listed in the injury report. And that was the first and only time I've ever seen that listed as the cause for a player missing time. Lacerated scrotum. Aha! It was an Al McKinnis shot uh, that did it. Z money on the ball. And it was Rich Perrant? Yes. Confirmed. I believe he also may have played for the Fort McMurray Oil Barons or some ties to Fort McMurray. I don't know. Okay, Tim.
2: Do you want to talk uh, Emmys, or do you want to talk about the Cinnabon couple?
1: No. No Emmys. And I, uh, the Cinnabon couple, I know what you're referring to. A couple got married at a mall. I can honestly say I've never had a Cinnabon. And the last time I was at the mall, the OC, the Oshawa Center, which was probably a month ago, there were people lined up to get Cinnabons, and... I don't know if it's part of some people's regular diet, but this this couple was there. Like, hey, uh, should I get a, a six pack for the ride home? I'm like, huh? Like, I would uh, if I was getting one, I'd get one. They smell great, but the best uh, cinnamon buns or cinnamon roll—what do you call them? Cinnamon rolls—is a little—is uh, a little bakery in the next town over. Of Newcastle, Ontario. It's called SIFT. Or Sif, Sif or SIFT. Yeah, I think it's SIFT. They have the best cinnamon buns in the history of the world. But they're only open Thursday to Sunday from like 10 to 2. Great hours. If I work there, I'm like, yeah, I'll work that. <laughs> That's a perfect shift. That is the perfect shift. You can kind of sleep in and then you go off at 2. You're like, I got the whole day ahead of me. I want a ten to two shift at sift. And I want to be paid in cinnamon buns. And uh let's let's wrap it up with,
2: you know, the fact that you're a huge comic book fan, comic book no, movie fan. I'm not. No, yeah, you are. Um September seventeenth is Batman Day.
1: Oh. How will Tim. you be celebrating? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. Not because of Batman Day. I looked this up because of my brother Vince told me this and i had to confirm it was true all those days so cinnamon roll day batman day uh take your dog to work day one guy just came up with them all one guy did it and he's like we change some of the days sometimes people don't remember it's nothing's official so he just made all this up and everyone goes with it in certain industries f love it because Avocado Day. Oh, it's uh, Pancake Day. You better go to IHOP. So some guy made all these days just because he wanted to, and he just kept doing it, and people are like, I guess it's National Hairless Cat Day. Okay. One guy. And we're all doing it because of one guy. So... Quite brilliant on his part, and I hope he's being financially compensated by these companies. Where it's like, hey, it's National Buy a Ford Day. I guess, honey, that we gotta go get a Ford. It's the National Ford Day.
2: All right. Well, that's it uh, for the news. Uh, Also, just a reminder for everyone: our new Twitter account, Boomzies Studios. Uh, You can follow us there. That's where we're going to be putting all the episode links and uh, clips and uh, other stuff that Dan does. Uh, That'll that'll be the home for it.
1: Nice work, Tim. Uh, Our guest this week is a guy who invited me on his podcast. It's Between the Benches. The moment he burst onto the Zoom screen in front of me, I was like, "Uh, uh, um, what's going on? Uh, is he okay? But then as the interview started and we got a little into it, I'm like, I like this guy. We all know a guy like this. I need to harness this guy's energy or at least tap into it. So as soon as we were over, I'm like, buddy, you're coming on boomsies. And he said, buddy, I'll do it. He is the host of Between the Benches. And he is Rawlsauce. Welcome, my friend.
0: Thanks for having me, Dan. This is going to be a blast. When you asked me to come on, man, I was jacked up to have you on. I, I, no offense to you, but I was jacked up to meet producer Tim.
1: that's right you met him here before the interview started and i was given this so i listened to our episode of between the benches that uh, you had me on thank you again for having me and i while i was doing that interview with you i'm like he reminds me of someone and i finally figured it out you are sports version of nardwar
0: (laughs) i love it i love it
1: so if people aren't familiar, Nardwar was a guy on Much Music who would interview musicians and he was like eccentric. He was different. And he'd always end his interviews with going doot doodaloo, doot loot doot. Doot and dude. then the people Yeah, bouncy. So you have that kind of energy. So take that as a compliment. Roll sauce, let us into your world. What are you? What what is happening? Uh, when you had me on the podcast, I'm like, I kept saying to myself this, is this real life right now? I don't want it to end.
0: It, 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 it's, it's, I realized, well, you see, one of my best friends, Nano, he owns a media company that deals with agencies called Impulso Media, and he said, us, the cooking show is cool, but these sponsors that I'm reaching out to on your behalf are laughing at me saying, how can we pay this guy money because We don't know if he's going to have a naked girl on with his assistant. We don't know if he's going to get so high that he's smoking too much weed. You're going to kill yourself from drinking an entire bottle in the episode. We need to come up with a plan to do something proper. And I said, Nano, why don't I just make my own podcast? And he's like, now you're speaking my language.
1: So that's what you do. And you speak a different language and it resonates with people because of your energy and your don't give a f***ness. I did,
0: though. I had a really bad problem when when Mary Jane became legal. I had all these black market companies hitting me up to be on the podcast for me to try their product. And God knows they probably had toilet bowl cleaner in their weed gummies. And... I would get haters because I went to this weed conference, this comedy club in Toronto. I did a giveaway and I wanted to make sure that everybody at this conference had a cold one in their hand. So I got my manager, Nano, to give me a budget. And I said, Nano, I need like $500 to e-transfer me because I'm going to go buy 500 drink tickets and I want everybody to get a drink from me. Well, I couldn't give away these drinks. People weren't drinking. It was very frowned upon. And they started really hating me because they use it as a medication. Then alcohol, I don't know why they even served alcohol if it was so bad. And I literally would let these haters have it. They would add a comment on my Instagram post because I was posting a picture every single day and I would call them out on my story. I, I was going absolutely insane. So one of my boys that I played hockey with back in the day, Mark Caddick, he said, listen, you're going to go nuts and end up in a nut house, big guy. This is what you got to do. How many fingers and thumbs do you have? I said, well, a total of 10. He said, okay, perfect. (laughs) 10 people know that your government name isn't Sauce. They know where you live. They know your address. They know everything about you. If those people comment, then... Take it to heart. But all these other people, they're jealous. They're watching your stuff. Just don't let them get to you. And since I did that, now with the podcast, I don't get haters. But if I do get a hater, I just laugh at them because something has to be bothering them more in that day than me. They're out there probably living in their mother's basement, drinking the two-liter Pepsi. You know what I mean, Dan. Like They're not proper people
1: no that's a great suggestion and life lesson from your friend yeah look how many fingers uh you got uh and thumbs and yeah those are the people that if they comment take <laughs> that to heart and because haters it's it's a it's a cliched term but haters gonna hate it, and haters is. hate because they are so unhappy they want other people to feel the pain they're feeling
0: and, and, and at the end of the day, I send them a message back now saying, I'm here to talk. If you yes. need somebody to listen to you, my DMs, everybody knows about me. Uh, I, I get from my girlfriend because I, I I make sure to get back to every single DM that ever s- responds to me because I wa- I'm that guy that is blowing up NHL players DMs. If somebody takes the time to want to say hello to me, you better believe I'm saying hello back, and I'll even give them the Don Cherry thumbs
1: up. <laughs> I love it. Hey, have you, so our carnival, uh, our, carnival, our um, fall fair that. just left, our fall fair just left. Have you ever uh, befriended a carny, or are you friends with a carny, or have you ever had an extended conversation with a carny?
0: So I grew up in a hometown, kind of like what you are, Hillbilly, in yep. New Liskard, Ontario. It's about okay. an hour and a half north of North Bay. Um, if you're not playing hockey in the winter, you might as well leave. And we had a fall fair every fall. So when I was in grade seven, they had this thing that it was this big wheel that you would spin and you could bet on it. So mama bear or crown
1: a crown and anchor game.
0: You got it. So mama bear would give me twenty dollars for the day to go on the rides to buy the wristband to buy some food. But she she it, it's not that we didn't have money. It was that's all she thought I needed, but I need a lot more than twenty bucks. Like twenty bucks even back in the day. I had that spent in in two 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 games. So what I did was I took my twenty bucks and went straight to the table. But I was only in grade seven so I had to become friends with this guy that looked like he just finished you know with the bad drugs and I had to say listen bud I need you to hook me up here this is my situation I need more than 20 bucks I will just put the money down but I'll stand beside an older guy and man, I walked out with 100 bucks in my pocket and we had a great time
1: Okay, so I lost every time I played that. I kept going back to the, the crown and anchor. I kept going spade, spade, spade. Never hit f***ing once. Not once. What was Dan, your go-to or were you switching it up all the time?
0: The trick is put a dollar on every single, every single thing you're allowed to bet on and pray that times three hits.
1: Yeah, but if you... I don't know. I bet you someone's done the math because if you just kept doing that all day... I don't know if you fi- you're probably going to finish down.
0: Well, it's like the trick I told you about. In in your case, the 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 river with the slots. You wait. Mm-hmm. You do ten spins. You win. Boom! Out of here onto the next game. And Dan, I'll send you a photo after I hit two hundred eighty five dollars on a dollar uh, spin on my thing the other day. It was that's a celebration. Yeah. It was big time.
1: So so Sauce and I, we uh, bonded over our love for um, playing the slots as we know it's entertainment. So we both put like 20 bucks on and and you just sit there and you have fun because it's we're kind of like the same people. I think we like the sounds. Yeah. We like the dingin. We like the donging, we like the, we like everything that's going on and the chance of winning. And when it happens, even if it's like for eight bucks, you're like, yeah,
0: baby. So what I do is I'm big into sports betting. I, I, I yep. currently I, I, I do I do baseball right now, but NFL just came back and I, I did a little two teamer through. I don't do anything crazy. Like the biggest bet I'm gonna place is twenty dollars. So I did a two teamer parlay. I had the Eagles to win money line, Ravens to win by six and a half. 20 bucks paid fifty four. Cash them, I won. So if my balance after the night of bedding, when I wake up in the morning, is I like to keep it, I'm not what they call, what is it called when you, when you, you, you things have to be in right order, is it, what's that term?
1: Perfectionist?
0: Okay, okay, I, I'm not a, per, a perfectionist, don't, I don't think I got the ADD, but it very well could have it, it just never been prescribed, but I like it to be either a zero, or a five. So if I have 105 $105, that means I'm going to the slots for $5. And to bump that up to 10 or you know what I mean? Yep. And and that's what I do for the slots. I just don't go to the slots to play the slots. Oh, and I, I love the bonus rounds. I love the characters when they make your screen look really cool. And <laughs> yeah. if I have $103, I'm going to round that up until it's, it's either going to be 100 or it'll be 110 And once I get to that, see ya. I'm out.
1: I think I know the term OCD.
0: You got That's what we were looking for, OCD. I, I might have yeah. a mild case of that. Uh,
1: I think everyone has a mild case of it. Like, I like things being in order. I like things being neat and tidy. And when when my kids do some, like, baking around the kitchen, I am, like, uh, I'm ready to, like, go for a three-mile jog just to get out of the house when I have to remind myself, it's okay.
0: Yep. This will all get
1: cleaned up. You got that OCD right. the OCD kicks
0: in. You got and that. Also, right.
1: you forgot to mention all everything you always when you you play the slots when you play uh, when you bet on sports all at Bet Rivers, the Bet Rivers app, which I displayed last night on my social media. You can you, the the Monday night game. You click a little play button next to uh, the game matchup. You can watch it on your phone on our app.
0: Now I, I got a problem. Um, what I. I, I the Bat Rivers, they don't respond to my DM or my, I even emailed them. I, I want to work with Bat Rivers. I, they, they won't get back to me. Like, Nano from Impulsive Media, he does really professional brand boards and media kits. I want to send them my media kit.
1: Well, I i don't know if direct message them. You've got the in now. You come to me. <laughs> if you want to talk to people at Bat Rivers, I can put you in touch with people at Bat Rivers.
0: I'll send you over my brand board. It's because think cool. about it.
1: If if you're direct messaging like uh, the Twitter account or the Instagram, they're like, what the hell is it? We got you. We got your in, buddy. We got your in.
0: Love it. Now, Dan, I don't just do the direct message. Like, say, for instance, when I was back in the day doing my cooking show, you better believe I had Biz Nasty Paul Bissonette on post notification on Twitter and Instagram. So once he sent off a tweet, I would tweet immediately or comment or like it or retweet it. But if I'm going after an NHL boy that I want on the podcast, I'll send him a nice personal message so he knows it's not that copy and paste stuff. But then I go and like a bunch of their photos and I'll add a couple comments. Hello, sir. Please check your DM's extremely important message for you.
1: That sounds like a telemarketer scam, though.
0: (laughs) Well... Before I moved to Muskoka seven years ago, I was doing the door-to-door sales. Like I I, I sold gas and hydro five year programs and water filtration systems for houses. I've knocked almost every door from Thunder Bay all the way down. I've been in your town knocking doors.
1: Okay, so were you were you selling the legit products?
0: Now. The gas, the <laughs> nah. gas. He
1: were there, that was in. not, that was a yes or a no question. I love how you went now.
0: Well, see the gas, they were locking in their gas rate for a fixed five-year rate. Just like if you do a locked mortgage, we yeah. were locking people in for gas when I started it at 35.9 cents for a cubic meter of gas, whether you were union gas or Enbridge. The hydro was getting locked in for 5.3 cents everybody that signed up with hydro they were saving money unfortunately gas dropped it went down to 13 cents but you don't really use gas besides the winter time so it's not a big increase and all these smart meters different times a day to be using your electricity it didn't matter because you had the one rate all day long so the people that signed up with me for hydro You're very welcome. I I got a Patreon. You guys can join if you want to help produce the (laughs) podcast and stuff. Because Nano gets mad when I have to use his credit card all the time. But the gas people, I am very sorry. And if you DM
1: me, I'll send you a sticker. (laughs) And what else did you sell? Water filtration
0: system. So it gets connected to your, your water main, So your whole house is filtered water. And the funniest thing that we sold was green energy. Customers were paying $20, $19.99, added on to their gas bill and the other charges from other companies. For At the end of the day, I would be straight up with the people. When I knock on the door, I'd be like, honestly, sir, I'll dumb it down to you. And I don't mean you're stupid. I'm the stupid person here because I walk and knock on talk to strangers all day. You're buying air. You're donating <laughs> 20 bucks a month to offset your carbon footprint. And they do some Grant Thornton was auditing them to make sure it was legit. They would invest the money into greenhouse gases and all that kind of, you know, the tree hippie stuff. It, And good yeah. thing. But I couldn't tell a customer they were going to save money because, man, straight up, it was costing you.
1: Should they join the Patreon as well?
0: please do because <laughs> you know you guys have money my Patreon's a lot cheaper than 20 bucks a month
1: <laughs> oh once uh someone tried to sell me a hot water uh new hot yes, water tank yes, so yes. they came on the door they're like yeah we got to check it and they're like yeah that needs to be replaced i'm like oh f- really so this is when i first had bought a house so i called the gas company i'm like do you guys need to replace this they're like no that's a scam and i'm like oh i just let them right into my house and they told me, no, no, we're going to be here tomorrow to replace this.
0: Okay, so, uh, so I, did, a lot hot, of, I yeah. did hot water tanks for a bit, and the company that I was working with, they had their name as gas because that used to be Embridge's name. So this would yes. be the pitch. You would go like this, and I would have to make the person laugh right away. So I'd say, hello, sir, how are you? And he would say, good, yourself? I'd say, any better? I'd be naked right now. But I would get in trouble for that. Or I would say, any better, I'd be your twin. So I'd get them being my friend right away. And I'd say, gas here, show my badge. Just doing a quick check on the hot water tanks in the area. You understand that they need to be changed every 10 years with the sediment and stuff in them. Let's go downstairs and check yours out. I would check it out if it was anything older than five years I was allowed to change it. I'd say, okay, listen, this is over five years old. All the sediment goes in the hot water tank. So the water is using more gas because it has to go through all that junk in the hot water tank. And let's get you a brand new energy efficient one. I'll waive the install charge with you because I like you. There was never an install charge. And (laughs) it'll be the exact same. It just goes on your Enbridge bill. Instead of being with this company, Direct Energy, that's not changing it for you. It'll get changed every 10 years and I'll make a little bit of money to support the wife and kids. I didn't even have a girlfriend at the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what was the scam? So the scam was
0: (laughs) gas. What they had is they had, when they took the hot water tank out, they had 30 days to return that hot water tank to whatever the provider was at the time. They weren't, they weren't, they weren't bringing back the hot water tanks. They were throwing the mode at the trash can. So these customers had to pay because your hot water tank is a rental in case there's any problems. And, oh, my God, they got into some lawsuits. Figures I found out the company was owned by the Russia mafia in Toronto. So I I only worked there for two weeks because I didn't want any thugs showing up at my door.
1: Oh, my God. We could spend a whole podcast about your past jobs. But uh, producer Tim's giving me the wrap it up. So
0: let's move on we're gonna have to
1: we're gonna have to have you back on but tell people where they can find you on social media and where they can find your podcast buddy
0: social media instagram at ral sauce r-a-l-l-s-a-u-c-e the podcast apple spotify between the benches with ral sauce leave a five-star review because it helps the analytics and it gets you more listens
1: Buddy, you're awesome, and I know when we get uh, the viewer feedback uh, for this interview, people will want to have you back. Simply okay. to talk about your past jobs, I think, because oh, uh, that was fantastic.
0: I haven't even got to tell you the time that I convinced the pet store that I was a professional dog trainer, and I showed up at my first day of work, and I well, I was scared of the dog. <laughs>
1: Ah, oh, it was a different dog I trained, a uh, different one than this one.
0: Yeah, didn't work, but Dad, thank you so much for having on. And anytime producer Tim wants to get me back on here, and you and and, and the other gentlemen, man, Z I'm all, I'm all open. I love coming on. been my first time ever being a guest.
1: And let's end it with this: doo doo do doo doo doo, doo. bounces. Let's go. <laughs> There's no topping that. Give us your feedback on, on Raw Sauce. Because I want to hear it. Yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. YA, let's talk at gmail.com. Thanks for hanging out this week. Be nice to people, hug someone. And yeah, it doesn't hurt to just be a nice person. And it doesn't cost a thing.
2: See you you next week. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno in the hot of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies.